0: Yes, it really is. It's invaluable, and and having that learning approach to seek and ask and say, okay, how do I how do I take that feedback with little to no defensiveness and say, I, I do want to get better here, and and that I, that to me is what leadership is about.
1: Excellence, professionalism, innovation, and collegiality. These are the values. The Sam M. Walton College of Business explores an education, business, and the lives of people we meet every day. I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College, and welcome to the Be Epic Podcast. I have with me today Allie Hazelwood, who is Senior Vice President at Walmart U.S. for Finance Planning and Analysis and Strategy. She's been at Walmart for almost 15 years now. She graduated from the Walton College in 2007 in finance. She's originally from the Dallas area. Thank you so much, uh, Allie, for joining me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, thanks so much for having me on today. I'm really excited to chat with you.
1: Allie, after you graduated, you went to work for Walmart as an analyst in accounting and finance. And of course, Walmart being the Fortune 1, the company it seems like a big jump to go from the university to the biggest company in the world based on revenue uh how how did that come about for you and how did you decide on on walmart
0: uh that's such a great question i So I went into uh, the University of Arkansas. As you know, I actually thought I was going to be in a science major when I got there. And I quickly learned that I had a passion for business and in particular numbers and finance. And I went through the financial investments program and I had full intention of leaving the university and going into investment banking. And I was fortunate enough before I landed um, a, a job out of school to be able to spend some time with, um, a Midwestern shoe retailer. And I was in stores and I got to walk around and I was operating, um, like different parts of the store and things for the day. And it was fantastic. And I remember the person that I was with, I said, do you have a job for me? I want to come here out of school. And he laughed and he said, I don't think it's like shoes that you're calling per se, but probably what you're calling is really is retail and being around these people in the store and and, and the mechanics of what happens in a store every day. And he, he said, remind me, I mean, you're in Arkansas, University of Arkansas. He said the world's best is in your school's backyard. And he said, you should really go and learn from the world's best retailer. They're amazing at what they do and how they do it. So I went home, and I, I did. I went and I applied for um, a program. You were talking about um, the school's system at that point to go out and look for, for roles, and there was a posting about a new rotational program at Walmart um, called the Accounting and Finance Development Program, and uh, I applied, and I I came I came to the organization after a fantastic interview with some really great people.
1: So, Allie, when you were at the university. You were very engaged in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that you were on the women's tennis team. Is that right?
0: I was. Yes, I did. I played tennis uh, at at the university. It was probably uh, one of the best experiences I've had in my life um, for just so many reasons.
1: When when you um, when you do something like that, I mean, women's tennis that takes a lot of time outside of your Work uh, in school. Um, But you develop a different network. It kept you healthy because you were exercising. Mm -hmm. One thing I really encourage students to do is to make sure they sleep. It sounds crazy. Uh, That they exercise and that they eat healthy. And we're trying to set it up to where it's easier for them to do that. Um, But it was kind of built in for you. I I assume tennis really probably kept you healthy from a cardio perspective.
0: It definitely, it did. It, it really did. We had a great, um, we had a great team. The women that I played with were all relatively new, uh, to, to the tennis team at the time. And we really formed a really nice bond on different things to do and how to go do them. And we had a coach that was new to the university at the time, and he was very big on, as you said, like health benefits, sleep, cardio, and I really do uh, appreciate so much what he had us doing, which was very structured um, exercise, work, and also building in time for school. Back to your point on it does take a lot of time from school. It felt like we were traveling every weekend, but he did a really nice job of making sure we connected back with, um, as you know, the university has amazing. Uh, programs for their student athletes, and also um, the the Walton College was a huge supporter. Um, I had a professor that was very keen on coming and watching us um, at the at the tennis tournaments and things, and he really helped support from a, how how do you make sure that you get all the time you need to study and things, um, even if we were working remotely and having to miss classes. So a great great network at this at the school.
1: Well, I'm happy to hear that. I didn't know about that. That's, Mm -hmm. uh, I like it when I hear that faculty do things like that. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, But you were involved beyond that too. You were in the honors program. Mm -hmm. Uh, You were a student ambassador, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think it's really good to, we've got leadership Walton now. I don't think we had it back then, but we have ambassador type programs and um, it, it, you you clearly were very involved and you graduated in three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really must have been putting in a lot of effort to get all that accomplished.
0: Uh, again, I, I think that it really speaks a lot to the university and the school. There's the saying, uh, if you, if you enjoy what you do, you never really work a day in your life. And I felt that often at, on campus at school, and I found that a lot too at Walmart as I've been here. It really it really is, uh, it gives you a lot of momentum to do a lot of things and get a lot of things done, uh, depending on as you keep that, that mindset positive and excited about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And um, I recently had a niece that came up to the university a few weeks ago and actually did the walk with the student ambassador and so i was i was teasing her i said oh do they still do this or that because back from when i was there i remembered often how we would we would take students on campus and that's it's just it's exciting what what the university does to keep people motivated
1: and you know of course now um compared to when you were here northwest arkansas is just such a magnet um there's so many things to do. We had back back when you graduated, we had a lot smaller percentage of students stay in the area when they graduated. Uh, right now, I think we're the Walton College. This isn't true for the university as a whole, but we're about 30% Arkansan, maybe about and and 70% outside. A lot are from Texas, not all mm-hmm. of the, maybe half of the. Uh, students that are not from Arkansas are from Texas, but but one thing that's really different now is about 55% of our students stay in the area. That's a huge difference, and part of it's because of you know Crystal Bridges, the um, the lot more uh, restaurants, uh, the trails, just so much to do now. And I think we weren't very good at. You know, uh, marketing the benefits like, you know, if you like to canoe, um, the Mm -hmm. Buffalo River is wonderful. If you like to water ski, you know, Beaver Lake is amazing. Uh, There's Mm -hmm. just so much to do here. Climbing, um, golf, lots of golf here. So I think sometimes when we get students from cities where um, maybe a big city uh, but if they if they index high on outdoor activity, a lot of times when they get here, if they try these things, they want to they want to stay. So my question for you is, back when you graduated uh, back in 2007, um, were you thinking, oh, I want to stay in Northwest Arkansas, or were you thinking, I really want to work for Walmart? Where yeah. or was it some combination?
0: That's a re- really great question. I am actually stunned for a minute at the fact that you just had about 55% of individuals staying after school in the area. I think that's really great. It's, it definitely is creating a positive ecosystem, it sounds like, coming out of the university and staying here. When I graduated, I thought I was going to leave the state. Um, I didn't. I hadn't grown up in Arkansas, and I thought I was potentially wanting to go out and see different places and different things. Uh, Truly, what kept me here was Walmart. So I shared the story about wanting to go into retail and learning from Walmart. I would say once I got to Walmart, after I left that day in the interview, I mean I was waiting for Walmart to call me back. I had such a great time with the people in this company, and the culture really resonated through Walmart that I was less inclined to be thinking about the surrounding area and more about then the focus on I really want to work for this company. Now, fast forward the 15 years, um, and the area has been tremendous to live in and, and have and start to raise a family in and be able to be close to the work and the office and have the flexibility that Walmart gives you to make sure that you have a great time with with your family and living in an area that we love. So.
1: Yeah, and now the new Walmart uh, headquarters uh, home office, um, I've I've seen renderings of it. I think it's also available online. I think you can see the renderings online. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's remarkable.
0: It is beautiful. I cannot wait to move in down the street to it. I think it will be great. What I'm really excited about is all the teasing around the space for innovation and for creativity. Uh, Walmart really, I think, is starting to shine and tell our story about how Fast forward thinking we are, and all in service of you know where the customer is going in the future, and a lot of that comes from the space in which we work. And so I'm really excited about having the innovation space and and the creative thinking that I think is going to come from having a new office location.
1: Well, Allie, uh, you of course you came in as an analyst. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spent a few years um, as a manager in capital markets and treasury. <laughs> And then you moved up to senior manager for a couple of years in merchandise, finance, and strategy. Then you became a director in that area. And then a senior director in technology finance. And finally, a vice president at Sam's Club. And then a vice president at Walmart. And now a senior vice president. So in Mm fourteen, almost 15 years, you have come a long way from being an entry-level analyst. What are some of the keys to your success?
0: So I I reflect a lot on this because I think there's a lot on what are the, su- the keys to your success and where kind of can you still continue to grow? But I often get asked that question from in particular students. I still like to spend a lot of time on campuses. And there's a few things that always come to mind, which is one, um, Going back and finding the company that fulfills you, it, the same phrase I just used, right? Um, you never work a day in your life if you love your job. And um, and so finding that gives you the energy to put a lot of time and passion into in, into your role and into your company. The second thing is curiosity. And there are, I fundamentally believe there's no dumb questions and, and make sure you understand um the work that you're doing and then also coming into that so the third thing would be how do you actually kind of expand your knowledge and understand the click ups and the click downs from the things that you touch on every single day and how kind of it all works and so if you if you ask those questions and then you start clicking up and clicking down and making those connection points then you can really start unlocking value and ideas and and creativity and working with others in a way that i think starts promoting um, your thinking and and how do you actually start striving for kind of excellence in your job and your role and really kind of in that service for the company that you love. And so um, that's kind of what I start telling students and things when I talk to them about how do you, how do you come in and, and grow and make your career happen? Um, and then there's a whole other realm of um, leadership and how do you start learning who you are and how you become a stronger leader?
1: Well, um Back when you were, say, you know, anytime you're in a company, mm-hmm. um, especially one the size of Walmart, a- a- any company, you you have some bosses that are better than others.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've all, if you're over 30 years old, you've probably experienced that. Um, I have, we all have. Um, and then mentoring is another thing. Um so you know some some bosses really help you grow and they you can tell they have your best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Um some t- tend to be more self-absorbed, self-centered a bit. This is human nature, it's the way it is. But on top of that, you know mentoring can make a huge difference. I've I've tried to always have at least one mentor for probably the last 25 years and I try to mentor at least one person at any given point in time, not counting informal mentoring you, you receive and give from working with people. Uh, what's your experience with that?
0: Yeah. So from mentorship, absolutely important and critical as you, as you get into a career and start navigating your career is to find the people that you connect with and can mentor you and start giving you advisement and uh, be, completely honest with you and build that trust of what you can do to get better and what you can do to improve and how to think about things, right? Be a sounding board that you know that you can just go to and bounce things off of. So mentorship is incredibly important as you get through and start developing yourselves and and managing your career. Um, To do that, there's also things that we do to have mentor circles. So the program that I came out of, that accounting and finance development program, we actually have um, a women's circle within that. And how do you actually start finding um, people who are going through the same experiences as you? So in this case, right, talking to um, talking to the women in the program about what is it like to be in a rotational program and grow your career here and perhaps have some sort of connections that can help you develop over time.
1: So, Allie. Um You know, you majored in finance, you started at Walmart and accounting and finance, uh, and you, you know, you're clearly very competent in in accounting and finance, but it's not enough to be technically competent to make it to the place of senior vice president of the Fortune One company. You've got to be a good leader. So I'd love to hear your thoughts about one What what are some important things for you personally um, in developing your leadership over the years? And what would you recommend to students that are trying to develop leadership skills even now?
0: Yes. So one thing that I think has helped me become a better leader over time is really knowing myself and where my strengths and my own opportunities are. And I have found really great success in doing that through things like asking mentors for feedback. Sometimes it's really hard for people to give feedback. And so if you go solicit it with, here's where I think my opportunities are, Um, they tend to be more open and transparent. Anyone that you ask for feedback about yourself, I do that through more structured things like asking for 360 feedback or 360 interviews and feedback, and then even taking different things like, Who and what are your personality and your assessments? And the more you get to know yourself, I think that's how you can become a better leader because you know how you respond or you behave or you react in different situations. Um, So there's there's certainly that. And then when I think about the side of leadership and how, how and what I've found as I look at inspiring leaders within our organization, they're the ones that can bring along people with context, with clear communication, with clear passion for the work that they do, and allowing people to have um, room to grow and ask questions and provide ideas. And so, when I really think about how to grow myself as a leader, I really want to look at those who inspire me the most and say, what is it about them that take me to what they're doing and how they're doing it? And so, I do find finding finding those people is a great opportunity for students to look up to and figure out what what it is that they should think on and grow grow into. Wow,
1: that is so true. Um, Having people around you that you can look to as a leader. Um, Because when I think about it, you know, some of the leaders that I admire, you know, they tend to be really good at relating to people. They tend to be good at sense-making, you know, looking around the world and saying, here's what's going on and here's what it means for us. Um, They tend to be good at, um, you know, creating a path forward in difficult situations. Um, But if you have someone like that, that you can look to, it is good to mimic them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I, when I became Dean eight years ago and I, I uh, And then shortly thereafter, um, there were various things in the world that occurred that were challenging to everybody. And one thing I did is um, when I would see Doug McMillan post something or put out a statement, I would think, how could I post something like that that would be relevant to our faculty and staff mm-hmm. that I'm leading? Um, and, and I've done that a lot. In fact, even in the pandemic and after the George Floyd murder and stuff, I looked at what he did. I do that with people that I admire as leaders, and it it really can be that easy in some ways. Mm-hmm. You start mimicking what they're doing. I Of course, I recognize he has a good team also helping him, which makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it doesn't take... I think a lot of people don't realize it doesn't take that much effort to find good leaders to to try to mimic some of their good behaviors, mm-hmm. and also knowing your weaknesses. To your point, you know, getting someone that can speak into your life and um, isn't afraid to tell you the hard things. You know, uh, Matt, you you're a little short sometimes with people. You yeah. know, you probably need to uh, look people in the eyes when you're talking. These kind of things. If you can find someone that can speak these kinds of things to you, it's it's like gold. Yes,
0: it really is. It's invaluable. And and having that learning approach to seek and ask and say, okay, how do I how do I take that feedback with little to no defensiveness and say, I I do want to get better here. And and that that to me is what leadership is about, but you spoke to um, some of the leaders in our company. Spoke to that. We have so many great leaders at Walmart that it is not hard to look very close to you. And then back to your point into the external world of what, what's happening and how do I actually start emulating um, the things that I think resonate with people. So, yeah.
1: Well, Ali, we're really proud of you and what you've accomplished. Um, and um, so thank you so much for taking time to visit with me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Like I said, thanks so much for having me on. I really enjoyed the time with you, and hopefully I'll see you on campus soon.
1: Sounds good. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. On behalf of the Sam M. Walton College of Business, I want to thank everyone for spending time with us for another engaging conversation. You can subscribe by going to your favorite podcast service and searching Epic." B-E-E-P-I-C.